And welcome back to another podcast with ghost stories told from the south. I am your co-host, Lexi LeBouf. And I am your host, Stephen LeBouf. I hope you're ready for some fun tonight, ladies and kiddos and gentlemen. <laughs> I didn't oh. want to sound creepy there. <laughs> ladies and kids. What a pervert. <laughs> Ew. Okay, so as always, we're going to um, give shout outs to everybody that listens to us. And the list for the states is getting too long. <laughs> but to thank I, everybody. Yes. I mean, there's to thank everybody top, in visual. Off the top, there's like Ohio, Texas, Michigan, uh, Arizona. Uh, I know I'm uh, District of Columbia. I mean, I know North Carolina. There's like 15 or more. I know I'm missing everybody. So, out like, there, just thank, thank you, you to everybody who listens in the states. Thank you to everybody in Ireland, Bangladesh, the UK. Just thank you to anybody and everybody that listens. Like, it means so much, and we have come up so far from where we started, like, two months ago. It means so much to us. And we did have a photo shoot the other day. Yes, we did. And we are going to have a Facebook page coming up. And if you follow my Instagram, you guys already had, like, a little sneak peek of it. Um, so just stay tuned for that. And, yeah. So before we get started... <laughs> Let me tell you about the Twitter handle and the Instagram and our email. And then we have a little story time to tell you guys before we get on to the actual thing. So, as always, our Instagram and Twitter are South Texas Ghost. Texas is abbreviated. It's TX. And our Gmail is ghoststoriestillfromthesouth at gmail.com. Okay, so we are also on Spotify iTunes. Apple Podcast, not iTunes. Oh, it's a separate app on iPhone. I didn't um, know all that, ladies. Lexi <laughs> had explained that to me the other day. Um, Google Podcast. Uh, what else are we on? Uh, did you say Stitcher? No, Stitcher. Stitcher. Uh, we're, uh, still, we're in a, we're, I didn't get to it this weekend, but I'm going to get Way to go. <coughs> get us on iHeartRadio. Yay, yay. Okay, so, daddy you want to tell them about our story time about this little old thing? Well, guys, we are having hell with Helltown. Yeah, this story, this what this is going to be about, is called Helltown. This is our, what, fourth time recording? Yes, we started, what, Friday night? Today, this is Saturday. No, this is Sunday. Sunday. We tried to do No, it. we started Thursday. Yeah, we tried to do it Thursday. First time it was going good, and it, well, if, we'll tell you what we're doing it about. We're doing it about Helltown, and it's not cooperating with us. It's a we bunch keep... of government stuff involved. Yeah. And the first time, the um, while you're recording, if you're not active on your screen, the screen goes blank. Well, so during the recordings, we have to move our mic, uh, not our mic, our mouse a lot. Well, Dad wants to go fiddle and diddle, and he clicked on something. And it cut it in half. We're like, okay, we'll do part one and two. The second half of that recording got totally messed up. So they were like, screw it. We'll just redo it the next day. The next day, we had technical difficulties. We were just like, no, we're not going to do it. Then we went to go look for the uh, original. Because we next day, we were we actually made... We uh, actually got to do a whole hour. Yeah, the I next day, we got to do Friday? an entire hour. Yeah. Uh, Friday. We did an entire one, and it was really good. And Saturday, we were editing and stuff because um, we figured that out, how to make the sound great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, uh, we'll start this episode. Y'all will see a difference in the production and everything because I figured out what I was doing wrong. So now we will not be, like, 
one won't be louder than the other, and we will definitely have music in with our stuff. If y'all haven't heard already, because I did go back and it redo some of, of our, them. yeah, we fixed every one of them. So go back so, and check it out with some music in there. Yes. And um, go back and check it out because it sounds so much better. Yes, it does. But anyway, so we went to go do that. We went to go look for it. We can only find the one that was cut in two when we knew we recorded this, like, hour-long session. So, like, the one where it said it was in the file, it was completely empty. So we were like, what the heck? And then just weird stuff was happening all day. So oh today, if this recording goes to crap, we're just going to say forget it and move on to something else. Yeah, if this one don't go as planned, <laughs> we're not going to do this Like anymore. our TV went out yesterday. <laughs> yeah, TV went out yesterday. And, yeah, it's been kind of a creepy thing. Yeah. And it all started when we was trying to get this freaking thing, this podcast recorded. And it's an hour special because we love doing the hour specials for you guys. But seriously, y'all need to uh, uh, email us and let us know uh, if there's any stories that you guys would like to hear about, you know? Yeah, and if you guys don't want us, like, putting your personal information out there, we won't. Just, like, tell us in the email or something. You know, just uh, let us know. Yeah, we won't say your name or anything. If you want to tell your story. If you want to you can. Just, like, let us know. Or you can even hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. I'll just use the old name, Jane Doe. Yeah, we'll do that. But yeah, with this episode and going further, y'all will see a lot more, uh, y'all will see a better yeah. product. So yeah, we just had to tell you the guys that little story. So yeah, because this story, if you haven't heard it, it's Town and it's like a bunch of government stuff. So yeah. And two, we got a new setup in here now. I've got the laptop. Where I can pull stuff up while we're going over stories Oh, now. yeah. So, as we go on, he's going to be like, oh, hey, look at this. So, if yeah. I, like, go from a story to, In hey, that that's way, cool, then that's what that's going to It gives be. me something to do because I like to fidget with it stuff. And once we have it set up, you can't touch anything. Yeah, and All that's right, what he messed the up the very off, first time so. when we were recording. He cut it. Yeah, up. I don't know how many times we'd be recording and right in the middle, damn it, Dad. Yeah, because he cannot sit still. Yeah, I gotta be looking. So I got me the other computer in here so I can look up the stuff on here while she's talking about it. Yeah. Or vice versa. She can do it, you know, when well, I'm I can talking. sit still and respond. He can't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get started here because this one is uh, pretty long. You have a lot of history yes. on it. Okay, so this place is in Boston, Ohio, and it is called Helltown. Um,. It was evacuated in 1974, and it has, like, seven theories of why it was evacuated. So, we're going to kind of go over each theory, but first, you need to kind of know, like, where it's located. Um, just kind of to, like, get an idea. Okay. So, it's north of the Summit Valley. I keep on saying valley, and it's county. This north of the Summit County. North of the Summit. And it used to be called Boston Mills. It was settled in 1806, and it's the oldest village in Summit County. So, that's kind of like the location stuff. Okay, so I'm going to tell you like semi the seven theories going on here. Like, why is it important? And then we're going to move on to the first one. Okay, so there's a chemical spill cover-up thing. There's a government takeover park issue. There's a hidden bunker. There's a paranormal stuff that goes on. There's the 1967 Colts. There's the Wendigo. <laughs> and then there's the 1975 military deaths. So That's another one we need to do. Maybe we should do our next hour episode or special on the Wendigo. 
Hey, we could. That would be cool. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to go on to why did it close the first theory. And I'm going to kind of, they're not going to go in order of how I just said them. So just uh, sit back and relax because this is going to be a And there's one. some lot. I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about it out there, but this is one of them stories that really intrigued me and really just leave me hanging because there's, so, I mean, there's there's there's, there's stuff clearly that you can say, oh, that, that's BS, that ain't real. Or there you can, there's stuff you can say, I can believe that, that's true. But there's also stuff that's just right in the middle and you're like, I don't know if it's real or not. I yeah, mean, a lot of it leaves you hanging and you, like, don't know how to feel about it. You're like, Yeah, uh. you're like, uh, that's why I love it because you really don't know. And I know there's going to be people out there that's probably going to be like, ah, y'all don't, shouldn't record, I mean, you shouldn't go over that because it ain't real and. Well, that and, like, this one has, like, a lot of government stuff involved. Yeah. It's like, if you guys uh, don't hear from us, like, in two weeks, we've got, like, three weeks. Yeah, because we've got a couple of these uh, uploaded and ready to go. So, if y'all don't hear from us anymore, yeah. Then uh, the government (laughs) killed us all. Wouldn't that be really effed up? Yes, that would. We're really talking about it. (laughs) That would be our... Nothing like that's really going to happen to us, folks. I'm pretty sure there's nothing going to happen to us. Okay. So, why did it close Theory 1? So, if you look up Helltown, this is what you're going to find. In 1974, there was an evacuation of the town. They said it was part of a chemical spill thing, but it was also part of the, um, like, National... almost said National Guard. (laughs) The National Park Service, because they wanted to make a park there out of the entire town. So... You okay over there? Yeah, I just hit my elbow. Freaking had a seizure it looked like. <laughs> okay, so in 1974, uh, General Ford signed a legislation that allowed National Park Service um, to buy the area and form into a national park. Well, he was on vacation on the siding, like, whenever he signed it. And the bill was like, um... Stop it. <laughs> was that how I'm sounding? No, that was me. I didn't because re- I'm quiet. I just went to lick my lips and I heard. I, I was, was like, oh, God. It I thought that was so okay. nasty. Um, he signed it on December 27th of 1974 and he was on vacation and it got like issued like really fast. Like it was um, an emergency thing, which is really, really weird. That is weird, especially for him to uh, uh, sign something when he's on a ski trip and it's Christmas. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Vesting. So, yeah, and they got rushed over the holidays, and that's really weird. So they were like, what? And the theory, like, to why people thought they were doing that, they thought that they wanted to raid the town. They were like, what's <laughs> going on? Because they knew that was fishy. They were just like, what the heck? So... But what's really weird about it, the government never knocked down any buildings. Like, there was a little fire that destroyed some buildings. Well, yeah, because they was... 1976. Uh, yeah, remember? We was looking, and they uh, burnt, what, thir- 32 acres? Yeah. yeah. And that's what I didn't understand. They built pretty... They built... They burnt pretty much the whole town. I think there's only, like, the... But there is still, like, a lot of buildings left. Yeah, there's still, like, under around 10. And, like, the... The area, like, where the town was was pretty huge, and only, like, like a little bit of it was the park. So, yeah. like, if you're going to use it a park, why couldn't the rest of the the area be, like, a town? Yeah, it's stuff? like they uh, went in there and said, uh, we're going to make it a state park, but to say, uh, well, it's a 100-acre park, but you can only go in 10 acres of it. Yeah, that's literally how it is. I guess I could do that with the kids. We got a big backyard, but you can only play in 10% of it. <laughs> the rest of it has a bunker underneath or something. 
Okay. So the park thing that we just talked about, that didn't go in effect until October 11th of 2000. So from like 1975 to 2000, it was just empty sitting there. That was really weird and strange. Okay. So the second theory is the chemical spill. The Kirji family owned a family uh, or private dump, and it wasn't like too far from the town. It was like right next to it. The um, people that were like helping the dump, like um, they were like patrolling it and stuff like that. Patrolling the dump. <laughs> they I didn't reported. know they had patrolmen that patrolled the dump. Are they afraid someone's going to steal something? No, not like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, the people that were, like, <laughs> helping others dump stuff and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. And just, like, the people that owned it. I just didn't know how else to put that in one <laughs> word. Um, they reported uh, strange odors, and then that led to headaches and rashes on some people. And then one person became, like, um, physically ill while he was getting bottles off the floor and stuff oh like God. that. Well, the environment environmental protection agency ran tests and they found trace amounts of sulfur and the theory about that one is that the chemicals were dumped by the government or like other big corporate um companies you know to like do stuff to the town so that's that well (laughs) the third theory (laughs) is that Helltown is haunted or was there's a bunch of satanic rituals and cults in that town there is a bunch of paranormal evidence and a lot of it was dated back to the early 1800s look at this fool they got a road they got a closure across the road and he's just going around it like everybody else with his bike that's how everybody's getting into it i mean they got the main road closed going into the town yeah. But people are just riding their motorcycles or just walking around the main or, gate. And still, Or jumping over it. Yeah. But that's how that guy in the documentary did it. Which we'll get to that one, too. Yeah. Okay. So, this isn't really, like, the theory which led it to close, but this is what happened and after And what's so weird is, too, here's another thing I'm thinking. The town's out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, Think yeah. Think about it. Really, there's no towns around. It's, like, in a valley by itself. Yeah. Okay, so... The 1975 military exploration, uh, that was after the town was abandoned and everyone was evacuated. They The Signal Corps was sent there to, like, collect stuff. And only one person came alive out of it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, theory six is that a 1967 cult started a whole bunch of stuff and it led to the town closing. And then theory seven is that the Wendigo uh, sent everybody out of town. (laughs) So, we kind of have, like, a lot of stuff that, like, tracks. Yeah, well, like you said, the houses that they didn't burn, that's what I don't understand. Why did they burn this number of houses and leave this number of houses up? Yeah, and if that's they did, what was so, even the I houses mean, weird. they burnt, they didn't burn them all the way. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to burn the town, just freaking burn it down. It's like they, it kind of reminds me of back in the Western days when people died of, um, uh, I think it was yellow fever or something like that. That was running real rampant in the 1800s and you killing say people. they would burn them in their house. Yeah, they would just burn them in the house because they didn't want to. Spread it. That's what it reminds me of, like they had some kind of cooties there. Jeez. Okay. So, the chemical spill, they thought that was, like, a cover-up thing. And also, 
the mutant town. It, that's also what this was called towards the end. Because that's where the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles come from. Oh, my God, shut I'm up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> because um, apparently <laughs> the kids were being turned into mutants by the uh, the chemicals. But there's like no – is there any pictures or proof of No. <laughs> wow. And the government has said that. <laughs> they were like – we were getting turned into mutants. <laughs> we were—they were turning mutants. Well, where's your uh, evidence? Uh, hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> they were getting turned to mutants, but the <laughs> Wendigo doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. And Ooh, what if the Wendigo was something because of what they did? Well, that was there way before. Well, that's true. Okay, and then also it apparently created this huge, enormous python, like I guess bigger now than now. That right there, I think, is bull crap. Bull crap. Because number one. How's a huge python going to live in Ohio, people? Yeah. It's, it it's said, not They possible. said that it created that and that it's in the woods and they were trying to kill it and they couldn't. So they didn't want it to kill other people. So they evacuated the town and they made up like a bunch of stuff with it. So like the chemical spill leads into the national park stuff. But if there's like mutant children that are monsters now and a python on the loose, why would you want to turn that into a national park? I don't know. That's you would just abandon. The I think town. they wanted the land to hide something, and they were trying to. They make just up said, stuff. "Screw it, we'll just do that." Because it is fishy. Why would he sign a bill to evacuate a town like that yeah. when he was on Christmas vacation? And it was two days after Christmas. Yeah. Okay. This is sorry for breathing that hard into the mic. I went. <laughs> well, guys, we're gonna have to get used to this because before I had. <laughs> our technical problems were bad. <coughs> so now we're used to having all our levels at this. Well, same, and also my spot. allergies are messing yeah. up, so I'm really sinusy today and my throat hurts really bad. <laughs> I don't have the Rona, I swear. But, um. Corona. I echo okay. Corona. So, Helltown, haunted stuff. Like, some people say some of it's true and some people say it's not. Well, the. Like, one thing that everyone thinks is true, that the government has come out and said, no, that's a lie, is there's this school bus in the woods that a bunch of kids were killed. Like, and it, either by a serial killer or a cult or an escaped mental patient. But I think it's the cult because of, like, the history that we're going to get into. And the government came out and was like, no, a family lived there when the town was evacuated. They moved and we just put it in the woods, like, to keep it there. But the thing is, like, if you try to destroy it, like, something ha bad happens to you, apparently. What were you going to say? Well, it kind of reminds me of uh, American Horror Story, if oh, y'all remember. Oh, yeah, Freak Show. The, yeah, Freak Show. If y'all haven't seen it. Y'all need to go watch yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> well, there, there's a school bus in there where a clown was killing kids. In like, fact, would abduct, where he abduct would, them and keep them in cages yeah. and stuff and kill them. So... That's how it kind of reminds me of. And the school bus kind of looks kind of the same. It's kind of weird. Kind of, kind of, kind of. This video is stupid. I'm going to look up some pictures of Helltown. Yeah, just go to pictures. You found a lot last night or the night before, whenever. Whichever time we try to record this. <laughs> Whichever time it went south. Okay. So then there's two churches. Um, one of them has upside down crosses everywhere on it. And one of them, the one that has upside down crosses is like a satanic cult church and one of the churches has an apparently like an evil man in the basement see now this is weird what it's a building with a newer roof on it see like stuff like that see look next time he that's i think that's what he was trying to show everybody 
Sorry, guys. Yeah, look how new all that wood is. If that, yeah, if yeah, them mother, if them wood. guys left in '76, then that would be because I'm 44 years old and I was born in '76. If they got kicked out then, that, that wood would, be would that look brand new, like yeah. it maybe two, three years old. Yeah. See, so they're hiding. Then stuff. see, there's the slaughterhouse. Okay. It's just it's just fishy stuff around. Yeah, the he's gonna be doing that all episode. So just so sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just. Interrupted. No, he's ta- he's talking about. He's watching videos and commenting about them. Okay, so um, going back on the church, there's one evil man apparently lives in the basement, and it's like you can't come in. Won't let people. Won't. Well, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Slow it down. Sorry, I'm excited. This is episode of what, Lexi? And we're still talking Shut fast. Up. Won't let people in, and also he can't like see his face at all, which is like what? I don't believe that one. I think that one's kind of like not really real, but. Apparently, the one, the uh, church with upside down crosses, apparently devil worshippers own it, which is kind of what I said. Like, I think, like, a satanic cult, like, just forms there now. Because there's always, like, candles lit and circles and stuff like that. Okay. Going to the roads of this town. (laughs) Okay, so, if you heard at the beginning, there's this one where people always go into leading into the town. And I believe... That one is called The Road to Hell or something like that. Yeah, see, I was noticing that, too, in some of the videos I was watching. They had that. Road to Hell? Yeah. I don't, because Highway to Hell or some, is one of the other Because <laughs> you, when you go into town, it's like she said, you go into town and it parts. You gotta, it goes left no, and right. No, 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 not right? that one. The oh. one that, like, with the road close oh, on. Oh, oh, yeah. The one that enters yeah. into town. Yeah. The one that enters into town, there's, like, cement blocks blocking your car, and there's, like, a wood post and everything. But you can easily just, like, hop over that, or there's, like, a road where you can go around it. So, I think that one's called Road to Hell. I'm not really positive. But the two roads, there's two other two roads that, like, go separate ways but connect at the end. And then there's another road that you go down hill, and it's, like, really, really, really curvy. Like, if you live, like, in the country and like you have some country 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 roads like then you know what i mean like the swerving and everything and it's really twisty and stuff well well apparently like an evil thing takes possession of your car and is like oh (laughs) you're gonna die so like you know what uh what happens there yeah so apparently the thing takes, takes a hold of your car and like makes you have an accident that's just, I don't know. That's totally awesome. I want to go down racing down that road. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like a bunch of, a, like I said, abandoned houses, one of them. There's a few of them that always has lights on, which like there's been no electricity. electricity since the there. 70s. Yeah, since the or like early 70s. Um, there's a ghost that sits on the bench of the cemetery. Uh, and apparently parts of the town were were built on native ground, which that comes into the There's story later. Ooh. Okay. This is the famous place that has the Cry Baby Bridge. Look at that. Mm. Yeah, that's the school bus. I'm going to stay the night in that school bus. <laughs> okay, so this place has the Cry Baby Bridge. Basically, you go and you park your car on the bridge at night, and if your car is, like, really, really dirty or, like, you have uh, baby powder on it, you can see... A handprint on the window or the, like, hood. And you can also hear the babies cry in the woods. So, you know, Mm. we're not going to do that because I'd freak out. But 
And um, about the satanic cults and stuff and, like, the stuff like that, a lot of them used the children, like, abducted them whenever it was, like, a town and used them in cult rituals and stuff like that. So that's fun. <laughs> mm, I never get picked for anything. <laughs> wow. Ew. Okay. This is a lot, and I can't, I'm sorry for breathing into the mic. Like my, So this is a lot, so just stay with me. So there's this documentary that this YouTuber did. He's a conspiracy theorist. His name is Terry Greenbaum. And the Travel Channel, I want to say they collided. Yeah, I think it was the tra- Travel Channel. Yeah, they collided and they did a document documentary of Helltown. Well, he did his own on YouTube and they like documented him doing this crap. So it was kind of a mix in together, if that makes any sense. Mm. Well, so he found this video of these teenagers going into Helltown. Well, they go to the road close, like, with the cement blocks and the wood, and they cross over it. And then they come across this fence that has this restricted area. They use wire cutters, and they cut it open, and they go in through it. And it leads them into the woods, and they're having their fun. They come across this rock, and they pay paint a pentagram on it and then they come across a cemetery you know just having fun being normal teenagers trespassing well then they come across this huge dark tunnel they don't think you think about it at first but like they light flares or not flares roman candles and they start doing videos and taking pictures and you kind of like start to hear like a lot of noises and then one girl screams, and a ball bursts, like, the one of the things shoot out of the candle, and this thing appears behind her. You're, like, five more screams, and a little more uh, lighting from the candles, and then the screen goes black. Well, apparently she was attacked by a bear, according to the police, when in reality, she was attacked by the Wendigo. You gotta go check that uh, YouTube video out, though. The YouTube video. If you video? gotta really slow it down, yeah, you can tell there's something. And it's not a bear. Like if you look, it has antlers. What bear has antlers? I know. So you're looking at the video, and you can see it. Like he slowed it down. The conspiracy theorist did. I looked at it. My dad looked at it. The people on the travel channel looked at it, and they were like, "Okay, that's weird." So, anyway, he got this autopsy of the girl, and he was like, well, let's see how she died, how they said she died. They said it was a bear attack. They found the bear that apparently killed her and killed it. So, they didn't cut it open and see if, like, the remaining parts of her were inside of it, because whenever she died, she wasn't, like, just, like, in a like in her neck, just, like, bit and blood to death. She was, all her bones were missing. And some of her organs were missing, too. And she was, like, deflated. Like, ow. Sorry. She was deflated like a floaty. Like, It's it crazy. Weird. It's like these, uh, it's like their body. It's the, everything sucked out of them. Yes. <coughs> so, they didn't release the necropsy uh, report on the bear. They didn't, like, look inside of it. They just said, oh, it was a bear attack. And... I'm going to put my phone on silent. Yeah, you need to do that because we're working. Sorry, everyone's blowing up my phone. Um, so he looks more into it, 
and he's like, okay. She wasn't attacked by a bear. She was attacked by something else. He finds out it was the Wendigo, and he looks at the history of the town, which I'll get into that later, and then he starts looking at the videos some more of them that they posted. It's not on there anymore. The only one that exists is where she gets attacked, but the one where you're exploring, they're exploring and stuff, um, the attack happened in 2016. Well, the rock that I mentioned they passed where they painted the pentagram on it, he's like, okay, I want to see what this rock is. I don't know why he just thought about it. Yeah, because like, I wouldn't have thought about it. Me neither. Well, also, I maybe because he was like, let's look at the geographical yeah. map or whatever. And also because he has this other guy's story, which we'll get to that too. Um, in the guy's story there was this clearing and you'll understand this too there was this clearing in the woods there was no rock there or anything and this was in the 1975 story but in 2017 when this documentary was there there was this rock there and they don't know how it got there because it wasn't on any of the maps it was only on satellite view so they went and they looked they were exploring Helltown, looking at the buildings the slaughterhouse everything they get to this rock where the girls, or the teenagers, I can't just say girls because they were guys, or the teenagers painted their pentagram, and he's, like, looking at it, and he's, like, intrigued because there's, like, no other rocks around it. Like, one big boulder is not just going to fall the sky and be like, what's up? You know what I mean? It would just appear like that from nowhere. Yeah. So... It's pushed into the grass like a tiny bit, like, but not that much. So, he tells his cameraman to put the camera down and come help him move it. They push it up, and it's hollow. Yeah, it's uh, hollow. It's like, a, I don't know, fiberglass or something, but it's like a shell. It's not, there's nothing in it. Yeah, so then, there, yeah, to say there was underneath it the fiberglass thing. Sorry about that. Yeah, he can't quit moving anything. Uh, and then they get the tripod and they break it. Yeah, they bash the glass with the tripod because it's it was like some pretty thick glass. They could they could when they cleared the dirt they could see but they couldn't tell what was down there. Yeah, so he cracked the glow stick, dropped it down, and I don't know how anybody does this trick, but like whenever you drop something, you can tell like how low it is. Well, they just know because you drop that down there and they can still see it. They're like, oh, so it's not that deep. We can jump down there. That's what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, like, I mean, also, they were risk takers on this situation. <laughs> they were like, okay, it's not that deep. They said, I think, it was, like, maybe six. Well, originally it was, like, six feet when they got down there, but later they found out it was, like, bigger. So they get down there um, in this underground tunnel thing, and there's two ways they can go. They go left or right. They decide to go right. So they're looking and looking and looking. They're walking for a little bit. And they come across this office area. All this equipment is from like the 1970s. Yeah, I'd say 70s. And it looks... And it was all nice and neat. I mean, it, it was still all in good condition. Yeah, like nothing broken. Everything nice and neat. <laughs> Not once, and it's underground, so I get, like, dust doesn't collect like that, and nothing gets really dirty, but, like, it was, like, spotless. Like, somebody had to been underneath there cleaning, or something. Like, it was spotless. Yeah, it was pretty clean. It was kind of weird. 
Well, then they find this, like, student room thing where, like, there's, like, lecture, like, like a college room. It was really weird. Then they find cafeteria. Well, in one spot of the cafeteria, there's this poker table, and there's this unfinished game of poker, and you could tell that everybody got up because their chairs were scooted out, and the game was left unfinished, which was really, really weird. So... Then they noticed that the chairs in the cafeteria were all knocked over and everything was kind of a mess in there. It looked like they was in the cafeteria and everybody just kind of left, you know, running like everybody over. So then they kept on walking and walking and walking, and they find this medical center. Well, in the medical center, they find the deer antler cutters you use, like whenever you kill a deer. Um, and they find, like, tools all lined up on one of those little surgical trays you have in the ORs. Or, like, at the dentist, like, whenever you're getting your teeth cleaned, it's, like, all on a tray. Yeah. Like, like one of those. Well, then they look a little bit over, and there's, like, <coughs> these three hazmat suits. And then on the other side of that, there's this, like, door. They pushed on it, and it led them to another hallway, which had, like, a containment unit slash safe. So they were, you know, looking and stuff. And they were like, huh, this is strange. What were they holding in here? Like, <laughs> Why any need for this underground bunker? So well, that's where they was uh, keeping their uh, their animal. Yeah, supposedly that's where the Wendigo is being kept, but that's kind of towards the end. So they were um, looking at the containment unit, and they think something used to be in there because that's what it looked like, but it's like empty now, obviously. Well, then they found this mirror around the containment unit because, like, there was this little like bit of section where you could walk between the wall and the containment unit. And it looked like something came across the corner really, really fast and smashed into it. So it was really weird. Well, sorry. Um, um, <laughs> their uh, battery died, so they had to go back to their studio. It didn't show them getting them out, but how the drop was, where they. That's one thing I in, was well, That's one thing that I kind of questioned about it. Yeah. Was ha- I, I know how they both got down there. You could jump. It's not that far of a jump, but getting up. That Yeah, that would be a little bit difficult. Like, not I get unless, how one person can get out, like, standing on each other's shoulders. But, like, how would the other person get not out? Not unless the tall guy helped the short one get up there, and I guess he helped the tall guy get up when he got out. Yeah, I don't know. That's like, one thing I thought They might have, like, stacked fishy. chairs or something to get out. I don't know. Yeah. Had to be creative. That or they found another way out. I really don't know. They didn't say. I would have freaking not said anything and came back and explored. Because yeah, he made the mistake of going to his studio, uploading all that that he found, which he didn't get to explore the entire thing or find out really that much. He was just like, I don't know what they're co- what they're hiding. They, he was one. He needed to go back and figure out what else happened. So he uploaded that. Well, everyone was like, oh, you're a fake. Are you kidding me? This crap. Yeah, everybody well, was then, like, he ain't real. That ain't real. <laughs> So then he took the documentation crew back, and they the rock was gone. And this was only, I don't remember exactly when it was, but the, the teenagers died in 2016, and the duration of the documentary was in 2017. And they went back later in 2017. So after the YouTube video was published. So they went back, the rock slash boulder was gone. And 
the little area where they got in at first and they had broken the plexiglass, that was now concrete. And this tunnel slash underground bunker was huge as hell. Like they, <laughs> hell town. They couldn't even like. It was a big they old They didn't even hell. explore the entire thing. The, the vault that they found, the door in it was like a big old bank for a vault or yes. something. Yeah, it was a massive deal. And what really got me, there was no, like, tire marks or any, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's another thing. That's another part of the movie. I was like, mm, I don't know, because there's no tire tracks or nothing. And this is a big hole we're talking about. It ain't going to take one or two trucks. Yeah, and if you look, um, the clearing or whatever, like, in 1975, where the documentation crew went up. Or not the documentation crew, the um, sound people and the video people went. Yeah. That, they was, it was not kept up. And the up. survey people, too. It, yeah, it was not kept up. But then, whenever they went, it was kept up and mowed and everything. Yeah. And the cemetery, too. But in 1975, nothing was. But so it's a little it weird. weird. But that's about the conspiracy guy. Um, and after I looked at that, the, the, the documentation, I tried finding him. His YouTube channel was gone. Like, he's not, he doesn't exist. Like, you'll find him and you'll find some pictures, but, like, you'll find one video of, like, oh, that YouTube video was fake. But you cannot find, like, his channel or him. Excuse me, I just broke into the mic. <laughs> yeah, and you was cursing me for it, piglet. So, like, that's just really, really weird, I yeah. thought. Yeah, because there was no sign of trucks even being there and... If you guys out there, you know, know your construction, there's going to be big construction equipment hauling the, you know, the big old cement trucks. And there wasn't any ruts, any any sign that they had uh, been there doing anything at all. Well, and just how that guy and his cameraman fell off the face of the earth like that after that. There's just weird. And also what's really weird, too, is like the Travel Channel. Any time like, any show does anything, they do reruns. This chant, this this show never did. It was one time and one time only. Luckily, we recorded it. Yeah, we recorded <laughs> so we it. Have it <laughs> That's why my TV got messed up. <laughs> we shouldn't say that. <laughs> okay, so this is the 1975 military cover-up. This is the thing I was referencing a lot with the conspiracy theory. Okay, so the spring of 1975. After the whole town was evacuated, um, Everett McMahon. This is the this is from his point of view. Okay, this is from him telling it because he was the only survivor. So, Everett McMahon, this guy Henry, and this guy Jerry were all sent to Helltown. They were given rifles, flares, and a map. They the map was to help them like stay on the route that they had pre-planned. The flares were apparently to like be when they were lost, come to find out that's not what they were for. And then the rifles were apparently for angry townspeople that were still there that were mm, refusing to leave. Angry townsmen. We take care of them with an M16. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, yeah, really, in the movie, they're walking around with fully loaded M16s. <laughs> Even the guys are like, if we're just going into... An abandoned, you know, abandoned place, town, why do we why need, need yeah. guns? It was, they thought that was really weird. He was like, um, <laughs> Why? And everybody, the people in charge or the government or – I keep on saying government, the army or whatever. They were like, uh, because the angry townspeople, you need to be prepared. I'm going to have to go make me some coffee. Oh, my God. 
I'm dozing off. Wow, am still... I that boring to you? No, I'm just tired. It's been a long it weekend has. of podcasting because I just, like I said, I just figured out how to <laughs> he spent like six hours download everything and do our editing right so it sounds good. So I was up till 4 o'clock in the morning Friday. Then I had to get up at 7, go do a, ga- a, basket, a baseball game with Jackson. Took an hour nap that afternoon. Then I went to bed late last night because me and... My niece was doing stuff, podcasting, and we was doing our photo shoot for both podcasts yesterday, so. Yeah. Okay, busy go day. make you some coffee while I finish the story. Well, you still got a good, probably 30 minutes. Yeah, I got a little bit to go. I don't okay. know if I can make it that so long. Go, shut up. Going back, to the ni- <laughs> going back to the 1975 military cover-up exploration thing. So after they were given the rifles and everything, they um, went on the map that they were supposed to but before that they were told that they couldn't have any walkie talkies because there's radio interference and that got me because I was like why would there be radio interference when there's no one in the town and like nothing so I was like okay and they thought that was weird too but they didn't question it they were like okay we'll just go do our job so they went um, like the road closed thing the road to hell they went to that. That's the entrance to the town. They went to that, and um, they were told to film everything, including abnormalities, and to, like, write down the inventory of the town. Like, anything they found. Which, um, that was before, like, half the town got burnt in the fire. So, there was quite a bit left, but there wasn't, like, a lot. They documented it anyway, so. Because they had a navigator, they had a cameras man, and a sounds person with, like, a boom mic and everything. And that person is Everett, and he's the one who has a point of view, who the only one who survived. <coughs> okay, I did not mean to cough on the mic again. So some of the houses were locked. And they had to um, be unlocked or they had to be kicked in. And also they said they felt like really, really strange being there. Just because like the family photos and the valuables were still there. Like they were left. um, Not left. Like the families were forced out of their homes. Like drug out or like stuff. Like they weren't able to get their stuff. Which is really, really weird. Like you know what I mean? It's just fishy well um some of the houses were in bad shape which is kind of also why i think they did kind of the fire thing because a lot of them were like falling apart already but i don't know about that for sure okay so the first house they came across it had this is important so pay attention (laughs) it had a ww like two w's in large red paint, large red paint, and big letters and red paint on the side of this house. And they were like, okay, that's probably just, like, their sign for, like, demolition. Because as far as they knew, it was supposed to be a national park. So they're like, okay, that's the house that needs, that's a house that needs to go. Or that they haven't got to demolish yet. Like, you know, so they didn't think too much of it. Well, Excuse me. They went into the house, and the basement was locked. They 
open the basement and there was candles in a circle. They were not lit, but there was candles in a circle and a fruit basket in the middle. And the camera person, Jack, took one of the apples. Now, why in the hell would you take an apple, <laughs> like, from somewhere you don't know? Or, like, from, like, like a little ritual that you see going on? Like, if that were me, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> no. Like, I don't, <laughs> that was weird. That probably, like, upset stuff more and made that worse now that I'm thinking about it. That was just, okay, so... They thought they heard somebody and stuff, and they're like, oh, God, someone's still here. Maybe it's the angry townspeople. So they got their guns ready, and they were ready to shoot. Well, it turns out to be a survey team. And the survey team comes and, like, surveys the area to make sure it's okay for something to be built. So everybody was talking. Everybody was good. Then they parted ways. Um... So, they thought that was suspicious, or Everett did, because he was like, why would you build something in the middle of the woods when it's supposed to be a national park? Like, why would you just, like, hide that? That's so weird. So, okay, they continued with the map, and it led them through the graveyard, and, okay, so he said this was, like, something out of a horror movie. He thought this was so weird, and, like... He just didn't like the feeling of the graveyard, which no one really likes a graveyard, but, like, this one he said was so different than, like, a normal graveyard. He didn't, he hated it. So, he saw this headstone that said, uh, May McCona, and that was apparently his surname to McMahon. So, he thought he had, like, distant relatives there. Well, he was looking around, and there was one of them that had been kept up. Like, there was recent placed flowers there. I wonder there. if any of them was kind of Vince McMahon. Maybe that was his <laughs> great, great, great in-laws. Well, he was a better man than Vince is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, yeah, did you hear part? Did you hear the part about them keeping up one of the headstones? That is weird. Somebody's actually going and keeping up with it and putting flowers down. I know. That was really weird. So, then they kept on going. And they came across this church, a church that had the upside-down cross. Well, they go in there, and they find the circle of candles again, but this time they were lit, and they find ceremonial robes, black ceremonial robes with holes in the headpieces, like, for eyes. And this point, Everett's like, wow, these are not normal townspeople. This is like a cult going on here. What the hell have I gotten myself into? So, they're looking around, and he sees the WW thing again on the back of the church bench. Like, one of the benches they sit on. Saw that again. Um, And they were like, okay, (laughs) that's weird. And they kept on just going about their business. And then this time the map took them to the slaughterhouse. And Everett said that it was like a haunted guided tour. Like he hated it. He said it was so creepy. And at this point Everett was like, why am I here? They don't need a sound guy. Like we're not catching anything, you know. So they go in to the slaughterhouse. And there was this huge big cage. And it was like eight foot by eight foot. I'm sorry, but, like, what animal would you put in there? Like yeah, it, that's a slaughterhouse for regular animals, uh, uh, you know. Nothing. And it wasn't, like, the you know, the one you put the cows through or whatever? Because this was apart from that, and it would look like it was new. Newer than the actual everything else. 
So it was really weird, and it was like, why was that? You know what? It was just creepy and stuff. And so at that point, they moved over to this table, and they found tools again, lined out, ready to be used. And one of the tools was a horn antler cutter. A dehorner. Yeah, dehorner. Dehorn. <laughs> so that was weird. Well, then they had to go get a pan shot of the building. So Everett leaned up against the tree to smoke a cigarette. And as he started smoking it, they heard he heard the he heard a sound through his boom mic, which would be the sound of the Wendigo. And he heard it, and he everyone else heard it too, but he heard it first. And they started looking around. They blew it off, and they were like, eh, "It's nothing." And it was actually in the direction they had to go. So they kept on going. And it led them into the woods next, and they got lost for like. I hate it when I get lost. Thir- it scares 30 me. Thirty minutes to an hour, they got lost. They came across this goat that had been tied up, and that <laughs> will come important to a story. The story later too. They, it had been tied up, and it was literally deflated, like the girl that was killed. And the bones were gone, and there was very few organs, and it was just like a floaty that has not been blown up yet. Bigs and a click on a link that says 20 facts to know about what happened in Helltown, <laughs> Ohio. Okay, well, don't read them yet. Save If it's good, save it for the end, okay? All right. I will do that. Okay, so after they... <laughs> Sorry, that picture creeped me out. So after they saw that, they were like, okay... They heard the sound again of the Wendigo. They didn't know what it was, though. They heard the sound again, and they looked up at the tree, and the WW was there. So, (laughs) at this point, Everett's kind of freaking out. He's like, I want to leave, but I can't because I had this mission and stuff. Well, so, the filmmaker, Jack, he was, you know, panning with his camera, and he saw, like, these ginormous horns in this buck head, and, like, half this guy in the woods. And he was like, well, that's weird. What is that? He starts zooming in on it. And then somebody walks past. It was one of the crew guys. And they're like, come on, let's go. we got to get back on the road. So then they get, you know, back on map, um, back on track on the map and stuff. And they get led to this clearing in the woods. And this is important back to the conspiracy theories part. Because I said there was this clearing in the woods where it was a part of the 1975 thing. Well... They found these four stakes largely placed around um, this clearing. And at this point, it was not kept up. It was very, the grass was very tall. So, like, between then and today, it had been mowed. So, they were looking at it, and they were like, oh, okay, that must have been the survey crew doing the project for, you know, whatever they're going to build here. Well. Crybaby Bridge. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, that's closed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's in Helltown. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a blonde. Okay, so they heard... Here's the abandoned house in the woods. That's not like a... That's a mansion. Yeah, that's a mansion. That's not and a And they're house. claiming this is where they're getting the lights. Yeah. Right? And there's crazy. There's been no electricity there since... since everybody left. Yeah, 1976. Like 44 years ago. They left in 1974. Oh, well, even worse. 48 years ago. Yep. <laughs> okay. Just proving a point, people. No electricity, but there's lights. Yeah. Okay, so they started hearing gunshots and screams through the boom mic. And um, then 
they follow the screams and that led them to the crazy jump, the dump, or you know where the sulfur was and everything. Well, as soon as entering the dump, Everett was like, I like he said he that he smelt sulfur. Um, then they heard the sound again of the Wendigo, <laughs> so that would be the third time within like thirty minutes, I want to say. So. One of the guys is like, hey, let's split up and let's go find the survey crew to make sure you know they're not in danger. Well, the sound gets closer as Everett is, uh, like, looking for them. And then they all find each other again as they get together and they hmm. find the survey team. Like, they all go in different directions and they're all leading together to the, where these, this team is. Okay. And they're all, because it was three, it was three of these people from the uh, sound and video crew. And then it was three people from yeah, the survey. survey. And I thought that was weird. They sent the survey team in, what, a day before they did? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. they had like a head start. Yeah. That was weird. You're going into an abandoned place and you're sending a survey team in your film team. Yeah. So they <laughs> found the survey team and they were all dead. They were just like the goat and the girl that had died. They had no skeletal system. And it's weird. Barely, it's like, yeah. like every single says. person that has died. Or is going to die is going to be like this. Yeah, so it's like, like they literally get the air sucked out of them. Yes. And it's like, so they poked them and they'd like to make sure they were dead, I guess. And they didn't move. And like whenever you poked them, they remind me of the water babies. How like you touched it and it would move. Oh, it's because we get a male. <laughs> I thought Sorry. I didn't touch anything. Something. I did not <laughs> screw anything up. We had some, something yeah. come in through the mail. Yeah, because we have headphones on. We're recording. Something went off. And we're like, God damn it. <laughs> but we're good. We're all good, guys. Don't touch it. You're going to mess it up. You shut up. Sorry. I don't want him to I want to have to re-record again. <laughs> hey, but I figured out now if it does that, we can add on to this and put it on the track. Well, still, I don't so like want to have to do Well, that. no, that's why I didn't want to do especially this episode. On other ones now, we can do that. Let's say somebody comes in and screws it up. We can fix it now. But okay. I'm not going to do that here because this one's... What, three days trying to record one episode? <laughs> yeah. Took us eight times. Pretty much. Okay, anyway. So they found the survey team, and at this point, Henry, it's starting to get dark as they found them. So Henry screams, and they lose him. Well, it's, they start looking for him and everything. Well, then they light a flame, because it's dark, and they're like, to help find Henry, and they're like screaming. They're like, hey, Henry. And then they hear help. So they find, like, they go towards the help where they heard it. And then they got led to this tunnel. The same tunnel where those teenagers were killed. On the other side of the tunnel, there is this fire, this goat, Henry, and these four people in black robes, black hoods, standing behind him. Henry is down on his knees. And the cult was around him, and he has a bag on his head. And they were like, oh, this is a ritual, guys. So, they walk through the tunnel, and uh, Everett tells Jack to keep on filming, because he said, like, they like, he got told to film everything, and plus he was like, hey, we could use this to, like, show them their <laughs> shit out here, you know? And so, he, Everett... Ooh, there's that tunnel. Yeah, it's really creepy. I finally found that site where I found good pictures. So Everett put up his gun, and he was like, hey, you guys don't move. Like, give us our person back. 
and they somebody moved to reach for something and then he shot by them and was like i just told you not to move well then the colt started shooting at them and then henry got scared with the gunshots because he couldn't see and he ran off in the woods well then everett and the colt are having a shooting back and forth and he's running after henry the entire time well then he finds henry dead like everybody else you know deflated and he like had just heard him screaming too so like it was an instant thing well <laughs> so he lit this flare because he was looking for jack and he was yelling his name and he lit this flare he was turning around in circles looking for him then the colt comes in four different directions gets his hands behind his back ties up behind this tree and then puts a bag over his head Maybe he was just ugly. They was trying to see, hey, you're so ugly, we're going to put a bag over you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. So, they tied him to the tree and stuff, and they left him there. Well, this uh, flare that he had in his hand at the time fell on the ground, so it's, like, sort of hitting him with the light. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the lighting. Mm -hmm. Well, then Jack finds him, and... He's behind this log that's, like, ten feet away from him. Just ten feet away. Shut up. And he's popping up and filming because you can see this Wendigo creature yeah, behind him. Yeah, that is him. creepy. I remember that part. The film guy's behind a tree while the guy with the bag has, you know, he can't see. So his bags are bags. His, his hands. hands are behind his back. And you see that camera guy set up a little bit. And you start seeing this like horns and this creature. I mean, just like start come coming out of the, the darkness into the light. And, and then that creepy. Yeah. And Everett said that he could feel the like, feel the breath from the creature on him and smell it. Yeah, that's right. Because he had the bag over his head, so he could hear the thing going. Yeah. <sighs> and then about that time, Jack um, was like, "Okay, I gotta help you." So he put the camera down and started shooting at the thing. And then Jack got attacked and he was killed. And it was silent for like a couple seconds, and then he finally got free. Uh, and, like, he was like, oh, everyone's dead. Well, I need to leave. So he got the film, because he saw that he had filmed the entire thing, because his camera was right there pointing at him. And so he got the, like, film, because it was one of those old filmers, the old famer, uh, what am I trying to say? It was one of the old film maker, like, the old, you know what I'm trying to say? It's one of the old cameras. God dang it. <laughs> An old camera. Yeah. I can't. I don't know why I can't talk. And he got, like, the film out of it. Got his flare, got his gun and everything and ran. Um, well, he saw the, cause he had to stop for something. I guess he heard it and he stopped, turned around, and it was right behind him. Then he took off. Well, and he, while he was running, he realized that the, army or whoever he was with planted them there as bait and because he was setting off so many flares that like somebody should have seen them and came for him but no one did this is an actual picture of the inside of that church okay and so he was like okay they're not going to get their film i'm gonna bury it in a cemetery in the cemetery he buried it in that headstone by the like by that headstone that he said that he might have been related to oh yeah the vince or mcmahon yeah well, then he started running or whatever, and he got away. Well, local police found him on the outskirts of uh, Helltown. 
Mm. Well, he was identified, and then he was returned to his uh, regiment. He was returned to wherever he was at, like before. His Uh, base or whatever. And he was arrested for desertment. (laughs) They set him up, basically. They accused him of desertment, even though that was not true. And the interview that they did for him is really, really cool. They were willing to drop the charges against him. If they signed a paper saying, if he signed a paper saying what really happened out there never happened and that he agreed with their cover story. The cover story was they were going, that uh, the the sound crew or whatever went out there to look at Helltown after having been evacuated. The townspeople got angry, shot at them, and it ended up in five people dead. Well... They have done asking for the tape, and he was like, I'm not going to give it to you guys. Sorry. And he got honorable discharge, and the Army never found the tape. The conspiracy theorist went back, um, whenever he went back to show the documentary crew the uh, underground yeah, bunker, he went to the cemetery, and he found it. <clears throat> now that I don't know where that guy went, I don't know who has it now. But, <laughs> so, that's on the military thing that happened um i'm gonna get into the history in just a second well looking at some of this they said you know the bus they said the bus somehow is connected to the uh, children of the corn movie somehow what (laughs) yeah the bus is connected to the children of the corn movie somehow okay but that right there's the baby bridge (coughs) that's the cemetery ew that's the road, of course, but that, and that right there supposedly is where that person runs you off the road. Oh, the, where the, like, haunted yeah. thing is? Yeah, but this is the inside of that church. That's fucking creepy. Sorry for dropping the F-bomb, but that's creepy. They have those, like, what set it, up? Yeah, what it is, people, you can't see it, but it's like. These, like, fake people, like, in, like, uh, with, uh. Yeah, they're. Like, there's sheets over them. You know how people put sheets over mannequins so they don't want them to get ruined or faster? That or it's, like, their yeah. props. So, like, they have them all set up on, like, the benches of the church. Yeah, like, different spots, and it's creepy. Look at that one in the back. Ugh. Okay, I'm going to get into the history because we're kind oh, of Oh, but I wanted to say now. this, too. That's the abandoned house in the woods. But, uh, right here is an old mansion. And there was an orphanage there that burnt, too, somewhere around there. Yeah. Huh. This is an old mansion. That's There's that tunnel. tunnel. <laughs> but I was going to say, yeah, right. Where did it go? Oh, see, they're already erasing stuff. No. <laughs> but now I've seen where it said, oh, yeah, right here. Talks about the government. Oh, yeah, it said the government. The government covers up the fact that there are several oil spills in its uh, in this area and has caused crazy mutations in the area. So they've had, had oil spills there and stuff. So maybe that was what the chemical spill thing was. And they just maybe. tried to blame it on that dump. They just blamed it on the sulfur. Oh, it's a surf- surfer. Sulfur. Sulfur smell. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to give a little bit of history on the town. Just so I can not talk. Because I keep on bringing up Wendigo. I need to understand what the Wendigo thing is and, like, how that came about. Yes. So this guy named Reed Farrington, he and his people came into the town in the early 80, 1800s, 
It got settled in 1806, so around that time. Um, they quickly found out that parts of the land were sacred because they tried to plant and, like, live there. And stuff would happen, like, crops would die. The soil wouldn't, like, was poisoned. The, um... Winters were harsh and just many, many other things. Well, that was kind of the warnings and they ignored them. Well, so this Irish settler went to the woods to get food one night, like to hunt for it, while he was loading up his gun because he saw this, the head of the buck that was the Wendigo. And as he got ready to aim, it stood up and he described it as being seven feet tall with the head of a buck or deer. And it made a weird sound and... I don't know if he came out alive. I honestly don't. But, I mean, he kind of had to to be to told to tell that story. It might have scared him off. And he was like, guys, look what I saw. You know what Apparently I mean? Apparently in 2017 they actually made a movie about it. Yeah, that was the documentary, Dad. No, it wasn't. Every No, every time I look, look at the description. What is but, it? look, this has a cast. That's why I say nah. uh Oh. Well, see, I found that, too. But every single time that I look it up, it gives the description of the... Um, like uh, the documentation, but then the cast is different. It's weird. This whole thing's weird. I know. So, okay, anyway. After that, Reed believed that they had to, like, appease the creature and, like, make him happy in order to make everyone else happy. So they decided to do rituals that they invented. They mm. would collect food and wine... Mm. Wow. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. He just ran into the mic with his head. He would. They would collect food and wine and put it around the tree and leave it there, and overnight, hopefully, they would get it, or he would get it. Well, that was sort of working. Well, then they decided to step it up to use it as animals. They would tie a goat to a tree, leave it there overnight, and come back, and if it was gone, it worked. Well, that was seemed to be the trick. Um, that started working. Their crops returned. The soil was good. The winters weren't as harsh. And eventually, they started using humans. They're like, why not just take it up one more notch? <laughs> uh, one more human won't hurt. And every single time they saw a siding, they made these W markers in the woods. And in the woods where it's, like, restricted, they have these W stone markers that has the same W as, like, everything else I mentioned. And that's apparently where you've seen him, and if he cannot go past that, the Wendigo can't. And it, like, if you step into that, you're stepping in his territory. And so the W things were like uh, markers. Yeah. Okay. You're a mark. So that's kind of that, and they kept that up, and everything was fine. And then in 1967, that's whenever the cult thing happened. Well, this guy. And this is, I'm not trying to make fun of anybody, but this is important. This guy was deaf. This guy was telling the story. <coughs> this guy, Connor DeVere, and his friends went to go play in the woods. He, he and his friends saw people in matching black outfits with the goat leading it to a tree. Well, they saw them tie it to a tree, say a prayer, and leave. Um, they walked over there to pet it. You know, it's kids. They're going to be like, oh, it's an animal. Let's go pet it. Well, then his friends heard the Wendigo sound, and they pulled on uh, Connor's shirt to tell him, you know, like, let's run, and they ran home. They didn't tell their parents or anything. Well, then his friends went back the next day to check out and see if the goat was there, 
and he never saw them again. Mm. He disappeared. Well, then he told his grandpa what happened, and he, they had to make a police report because his grandpa went to the police and was like, hey, my son or my grandpa told me what happened. Or <laughs> You mean the grandson told <laughs> yes. him what happened? <laughs> grandpa. <laughs> so then everyone in town knew the history, and they were like, oh, my God, they're back. So basically what Reed was doing was kept on going for generations and generations. Like there was a group of people that felt like they had to keep on doing it to keep the Wendigo happy. So basically they were called the W cult. And it was a small section of people felt like they had to continue the tradition that Reed started. Yeah. See what you started, Reed? <laughs> and they would wear the outfits for, you know, because that's like what they would like be like, oh, we're, you know. Yeah. Well, they had this compound. And after those kids disappeared, the police raided it and um, stuff, and they that's whenever apparently they found out that the Wendigo was real. So they're the ones who are they're, they're So they're kind of like the first combine cult people to get raided by the government before yeah, Waco. Yeah, before the Waco thing. But, okay, so they got accused of the disappearance. The police went up because they had, like, a fence around their compound. They went up to the fence, met up with them, and they're like, hey, we need to go check it because we can't go off their word they were like no you're not going to come in they had a huge standoff kind of like a loeco thing well and thank well oh sorry never mind you're good they kind of had else. like a standoff thing and it ended up with 14 cult members dead and if the cops didn't kill the cult members some other cult members killed themselves mm. and i don't know how many survived <laughs> i think only like four did if that and then they said that's when the W cult had removed and things were okay for like a year. And then the sulfur, like a couple years, and then the sulfur smell was um, put throughout town. <laughs> and that led to the closing. And then apparently at one point, federal agents were posed as hunters to try and get the Wendigo. Is that the ones they accused of going there and doing the sulfur thing to make it? Kind of, yeah. Um because they said they were, yeah, because they said that they got, uh, people said that they used a sulfur smell to lure the Wendigo out. Well, that didn't work. Yeah, obviously. Um, but the government completely erased Boston, Ohio from existence. Some people don't believe it because some people are like, eh, that's bullshit. And I don't know where the film is now because that guy is completely gone. But, okay, so this is what I kind of think happened and this is kind of what the, the conspiracy theorist person thinks happened. Whenever they raided that compound in 1967, they found out the creature was real, and they used the chemical spill to capture it or kill it, but that didn't work. So they built the bunker to capture it, and at one point, they got it, and they were studying it, but then it got out. Um, and when it got out, they evacuated the town, and they put up their restriction stuff, and they were just like, oh, hey, we're going to close the town because we want to make it a national park. That's the end. <laughs> Get out of my town. So Wow. And everything that's happened, they covered it up with animal attacks. So. Blame it on the poor, innocent freaking bears, man. <laughs> they didn't do anything. Oh, yeah, I know. What were you going to say before you interrupted me? Uh, I, thought, I was thinking of something else. Oh. You see what I mean about that story, guys? It's so cool and intriguing. You don't know what's real and what's really not. Yeah, like... I mean, yeah, a lot of y'all probably be like, well, a lot of it's fake. You're retarded. 
that's how a lot of people are like, you have to have an open mind to think yes. about this. I'm not saying 100% of it's true, but it's kind of fishy that the government would come in to a town and basically... Uh, Make it, know, a, like, erase it. Yeah, just erase it from And then Earth. that person, I can't find that person. Really. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how much of it's Hollywood and how much of it's for real, but like I said, it y'all need to watch it. It makes you think, you know. Well, what if they can't find it because it's not right? Yeah. Well, I mean, in too looking at the stuff I found, I mean that there the whole that whole area is haunted and there's ghosts. Yeah, just look it up on the internet, guys. Oh God, yeah, you'll find some stuff. So, because like what I was looking up, I found some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, go like a there's a ghost in that tunnel. Uh, yeah, well, and, like, I want to go explore it, but I don't want the Wendigo to eat me. <laughs> Screw it. we got to take that chance. We're podcast ghost story stellar, so you go there first. You couldn't pay me all the money in the world to go. You I'm go sorry. first and then report how it is, and then if it's not bad, I'll go. No, we send Lily. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I can't say that on the air. You're similar Lily. Yeah, you're similar <laughs> well, I do love that story, and that whole place is just creepy. Now, I swear, if this one's gone, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, if this one's gone and we can't find it, we're done. We're out of <laughs> here. So, okay, well, but, I think we're going to sign off, guys. It's been, this one's the longest one we've ever had, so I hope you guys enjoy it. It's been fun, it's been real, but you guys stay good. Stay nice. Stay cool and stay in school. Yeah, yeah. Don't be getting too scared now telling some scary stories with your friends. Hopefully the government doesn't come for you guys you, don't you guys are our listeners. And remember now, watch when you turn the lights off how much stuff's going to get you. This is Stephen Booth and Lexi LaBooth signing off from Ghost Stories Told from the South. See you next time. Bye.